Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. I'm your host, Paula Jenkins. I invite you to join me as we explore how inspiring people have chosen joy in their lives and what they have to share with us about how to jumpstart joy in the world. Plus, how do we follow our own hearts, find work that lights us up while mindfully noticing the role joy plays in our own journey. Welcome to episode 151. This is Paula Jenkins, the host of Jumpstart Your Joy. This week's show is all about what to do when you're feeling stuck. (laughs) I took inspiration from a recent conference that I attended, and I cannot wait to share with you my aha moments about how to feel unstuck. I'm excited this month to be doing a series of four solo casts that are all super short. They should be about 15 minutes on topics that have, I don't know, fascinated me this year, and I have not had time to chat with you about them yet. So they are this this month's content for the show, and I'm excited about it. I hope that that you'll share um, this episode with someone you love if you like the content, and that you'll let me know what you think. You can email me at paula at jumpstartyourjoy.com. If you are new Or if you're not, I want to give you a very warm welcome and say thank you so much for tuning in. If you are liking what you hear and you want to subscribe, you can find Jumpstart Your Joy on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any podcasting app. If you want to find out more about the show, the website is jumpstartyourjoy.com and there'll be show notes for this specific episode at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash stuck. And I'm going to list off some books and other episodes and stuff. So be sure and check that out. You can also catch it within your Apple Podcasts app if you are subscribed on your Apple device. And let's see. So let's just dive right in because these are short episodes. Uh, I was recently at a conference with my friend Laura Heacock and we split up that weekend I opted to go to a breakout session, which was titled How to Get Unstuck. I think it was like how to get unstuck in your business. Because I don't know, I've been feeling a little like I've been in a lull um, for a little bit. And just I don't know, like the next direction wasn't totally clear. And it has gotten a lot clearer (laughs) over the last few weeks. So I'm excited to share that. But I'll be honest about this breakout session. The info that was provided by the speaker was pretty similar to that of Byron Katie, if you know her, and Tara Moore. Both have written amazing books, which I'll link up to in the show notes. So Byron Katie, I love her. Loving What Is is my favorite by her. And I'm reading A Thousand Names for Joy right now by her as well. So those will be in there. And then Playing Big is Tara Moore's amazing book. So I felt like those two geniuses, I may call them that, really covered the topic of how to get unstuck in that I found myself in this in this breakout session kind of wishing that I had gone to the how to up your Instagram Instagram game session instead. But then I got to be honest, the aha moment hit. And it's something that I really felt like I should share with people. And I did share with some of the people after we all broke for, you know, whatever break after the session itself, because it's really something that struck me out of the blue. And it is this, instead of focusing on this idea that I'm stuck, or if you're listening, instead of focusing on the idea that you are stuck, what if we stop fighting the reality of what is 
and accept that we are okay. We are okay right now, just the way you and I are, right? So we're going big Byron Katie on this. <laughs> Let's, we're going to love what is. What if we change the story? It's a capital S story in coaching speak, or some people might call it the narrative from I'm not far enough along. Maybe that's something you hear yourself saying about your own business or your journey or your personal growth or whatever it is that you're tackling right now. If your internal dialogue is, I'm not far enough along. What if you change that, flip that right now with me to, I am enough right where I am. I am enough right where I am. (sighs) Doesn't that feel better? Oh, it does to me. What if instead of, I'm not far enough along, I say, I'm learning and in the process, and I'm becoming exactly who I dream of being, right? And I'm not really seeing, in case you're saying, oh, yeah, affirmations. I'm not really seeing this as affirmations. I'm seeing this as a reframe, a reframe of the thought that I'm not far enough along or I am stuck becomes I'm in the learning process. I'm a, I can see this with beginner's eyes. I am becoming exactly who I dream of being. Because that, ugh, what I realized in, in the moment that, I, that, that this hit me in the breakout session, um, one of the exercises was to write a letter to yourself. And I decided to do it my own way. And I'm going to do a little side note right now. So I know <laughs> this was a big aha moment for me outside of this feeling stuck thing. If you guys have not yet done Gretchen Rubin's four accountability types, I will send a set up a link or I'll set the link in the show notes. There's four different types of how you would be held to accountability. It's helpful to know what these are as you go forward and like either have accountability buddies or don't, but I'm a rebel. And so I always do it my own way. And if you gave me an accountability buddy, I, I just backfires on me because I don't, I'm like, who, who are you to tell me to do that thing? So once you know your accountability type, it's so helpful because then you know how to motivate yourself. Okay, back on track with the feeling stuck thing. So I'm writing this letter. I'm doing it my own way because I know there were some like, uh, you know, journaling prompts. As I was writing my own letter to myself, I found that my intuition and Jess Lively talks about have, you know, writing a letter to her intuition or like doing a writing exercise with her intuition. I'll see if I can find that link too, because it's really interesting. And that's kind of what it felt like I went into, which I'm not usually into that kind of thing, but it was super interesting. And I want to share what I wrote with you because I feel like it might be helpful for someone out there because what I actually wrote was and this was like kind of my my internal question to myself was, why am I feeling stuck or am I stuck? And this is what my intuition told me is there's wisdom in staying put, in being okay with what is right this moment. You want more time. The only fear-based statement here is the false belief that things will not work out for you. Let that go. Your son is only going to be seven once, and you want more time with him. This time that you have now, it is a blessing. And about your business, there is only one you. That's the thing to focus on and the thing to sell the shit out of. Because there is only one you and your services are valuable. You absolutely won't find another client you love if you don't put yourself out there. 
And there is wisdom in slowing down and letting this time be what it is. Now, maybe that resonated with you. I'm sure that it does. I'm hoping that it resonates with someone else besides myself because it felt like that thing that my heart needed to hear when I wrote it. So I'll put the question back out to you and maybe, you know, come back to this. Maybe if you can't write right now, but if you want to do a journaling prompt, but what is the, if you're feeling stuck right now, I want you to turn this thing on its head and what is the truth of this time for you, right? If you're feeling stuck, is it true that you are actually stuck? And maybe you could do the same exercise that I did with my intuition. Ask your intuition, are we actually stuck? And see what pours out in a, you know, in a writing exercise. And it feels, if it feels too woo, then we'll get somewhere else with this in just a second. Because I have a couple of additional thoughts on it. Because while this was super meaningful to me to come out of this, you know, this breakout session with kind of a new realization that I am in fact not stuck. And maybe that's where, that's what I hope you will realize as well is you are not stuck. You're right where you should be. And what it reminded me of was this one retreat, which was, um, there was an exercise led by Sister Michelle. And she's a Franciscan sister and she is amazing. And she did this exercise where we did breakout sessions and people were allowed to jump back and forth and kind of decide, you know, if, if a session wasn't exactly what they wanted, then please go move on to find the group that you resonate with. And the idea that she would say, and that I often hear in my own head <laughs> as a balm of sorts, is the right people will come at the right time and with the right information. Meaning if we just let ourselves move about and find the right people, we will find the right people. And if we accept that the universe will send us the right people at the right time with the right information, that's going to happen as well. So instead of labeling, and and this is where it ties into being stuck for me, is instead of labeling something as stuck, what if it's just that I'm waiting for the right people? Or what if it is that I'm right right where I should be right this moment? You know, what if we accept the, the truth of right now? And it was kind of ironic to me that this very Zen idea of the breakout session of, you know what, like, it isn't even true that I'm stuck. And I, and maybe that's why, you know, this, the writing prompt struck me in such a way. The other thing that really strikes me about this breakout session is that I think I was kind of intuitively applying um, what is known as The Work by Byron Katie. She has a workbook um, or a worksheet that really can walk you through how to deal with if you're having what she would call a painful thought, right? And so if you are experiencing something that is bringing you pain, and I would say that the idea that I am stuck is a painful thought, right? Like there's a lot wrapped up in that if you feel like you're not in the right place right now. And so what Byron Katie's work is, and you can find it at thework.com, I believe, but I'll I'll put the link in the show notes for the work. And there's really four questions. And um, it's so simple. And what's really lovely about this, and you can hear her do the work with some people on loving what is at the Audible book. And I will put you can get it for free as well. You can get one downloaded free book on Audible if you sign up. So I'll give you that link. But is that when you work through a series of four questions about something that you find painful, that is a painful thought, that you often find that the truth of it is 
is very different than what you are holding on to, what the narrative is inside of your head. So the first question of the work is, is it true? And question number two is, is it really true? And number three, who who am I when I believe this thought? And number four is, who would I be without this thought? So let's work. Let's do the work on the thought of I'm stuck. So is it true? Am I stuck? No, it's not true. If I'm honest with myself, I am not stuck. So then I don't even really need to ask it again. It, co- it becomes very helpful when you're very tied to a thought to ask again, is it really, really, really true? Because you'll often find that it is not. So number three, as since we've answered both one and two, who who am I when I believe this thought? Who am I when I believe the thought that I am stuck? Well, I'm stuck, right? Like there's a serious amount of irony in that moment that when I believe I am stuck, when I hold on to that thought that I am in fact stuck, who would I be without the thought? I'd be free. I mean, it's really that easy. Not all of the work is this easy, but like, I think that, that those are the series of questions that I was running through in my head even when I'm like, this isn't even a true thought. I am not stuck. So I encourage you to try the work on anything that is a painful thought and go listen to Byron Katie's work because it is amazing. And let's look at this at one last angle before we wrap this up. If you are also feeling stuck in some way, what if you change the lens by which you look at being stuck? Because undoubtedly, you want something to become a reality in your life, and it hasn't happened yet. I mean, it could be that you are a week-to-week listener, and thank you, I love you. (laughs) It could be also that you were really struck by this title, and you want to know what to do because you're feeling stuck. But I am betting, and I, if I was a betting woman, I am betting that somewhere along the way, you have made some steps, some baby steps in some way to make this dream or this thing that you want to do a reality. And in this moment, you're feeling stuck. One of my past guests, Matt Wood, he is the voice of General Grievous from Star Wars, but he's also as the senior sound engineer for Skywalker Sound. He's worked on all the recent Star Wars movies. We actually went to fourth grade together. We went to school together. <laughs> so... But we talked about how having the patience for things, he made this really beautiful metaphor about how it's a lot like turning up the crossfade in your life. So crossfade, podcasters would would know the sound, people would know this, but it's where you take something that is a very tiny sound and you can barely hear it, like, you know, and then it becomes a little bit louder and louder and louder, you know, and you might think of that of, you know, if you're watching a movie and you can barely hear something, if you're paying attention, and then it becomes the main theme of music in the next scene, right? Like, and that's the crossfade. If you listen to the outro, which is the next part that's coming up, you'll hear the crossfade in of music. So that's crossfade. He started talking in this episode about how the crossfade is the thing that you're working. It's very much like the thing that you're working on that starts out at almost an imperceivable level, right? Like, You have a dream and you know you want to do this thing, but you don't even know how to do it. You know that that idea or that dream or that thing is there, out there somewhere, and you can't quite grasp how to make it become a reality in your life. But then as time goes on, that thing, that dream, that wish, it gets more and more perceivable in your life because you start taking little steps towards it. Like music in a crossfade, that thing, that thing that you're following, it gets louder and louder. And then you can finally hear the melody of it in your life. And before long, the crossfade has happened 
and whatever the dream or thing is that you've been following is now present and really and truly like there in your life. And I find myself thinking about this metaphor so often and, you know, a real hat tip to Matt for pointing it out and being so passionate about it. So I feel like some of this stuckness, right, and I'll wrap all this up now, but some of the stuckness is and feeling unstuck is the Byron Katie part, right? It's knowing we are okay where we are right this second. It's accepting the reality of our situation and feeling good about the here and now. Some of feeling unstuck is having the faith that the right people and the right things and the right ideas will come along at the right time. If you need more on that, I talked a little bit about Michelle, Sister Michelle, but Power of Intention is all about that by Wayne Dyer. I'll link up to it. And then third, some of this feeling unstuck is putting putting the steps in motion to start the crossfade and having the belief that as time passes and we do the work, that the thing that started out as nearly imperceivable becomes reality, right? So that's the exciting thing. So that's how you get unstuck, right? You kind of change your lens on how you think about it. You have faith that the right people are going to come. And you start doing the work. You start putting the baby steps in motion so it becomes a reality. If you want to dive in a little bit deeper on this topic this week, because you haven't had enough, um, I will link up in the show notes. Um, Molly Larkin was on, and she is a wonderful coach and has been a nurse. And she and I talked a lot about Byron Katie way back in um, season one. So that I will link up to in the show notes. And then if you want to hear more from Matt Wood about the crossfade, I will link up to that episode as well. Now, next week on the show, I am talking about how everything has a season. And that means, you know, if, if you are feeling stuck, this is a, we're going to dig a little bit deeper on this topic and hopefully shed a little bit more light on it. So I hope you'll come back next week for that. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.